0: following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to Beangarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B E E N E G A R T E R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter.
0: Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan?
1: What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Inside this broadcast, we'll talk about the Lions in a must-win situation against the Falcons on Sunday In Detroit, Lomas Brown, former Lion, will join us. Something we do each and every week with Josh Garvey, or that will be Garvey, uh, the managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew. He handles their West Michigan office and their home base there in Grand Rapids, and also they're in uh, Troy. So we'll hear from Josh Garvey. Lomas Brown later. Superfly tells me Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com on The Wolverines Big Ten opener against Rutgers. Here in about 20 minutes, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman. His thoughts on Michigan football after three games. They are number two in the country. Stop complaining, everybody, please. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Latest on the Mel Tucker situation, and what about that game against Maryland? And then Garvey, Josh, he's doing a good job settling in with Lomas Brown, the former Lion, they're great friends. Josh is now the managing shareholder, replaced a living legend in Tom Rosenbach. So we go through the NFL games against the spread on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board, and we make our picks. There's no need as I told Lomas and Josh earlier today getting ready for the interview this is a must win I don't care how they do it. I'm not looking for style points I'm not looking for a blowout of 50 to nothing payback Sunday win you're two and one that's it I think New Orleans will beat Green Bay. I think Minnesota and the Bears are gonna lose and the Lions are gonna be sitting there with a the... what would it be? Would it be a two-game lead? Yeah. No, one-game lead over the Packers. Hmm. be two-game lead over Bears and the Vikings. Our McDonald's of Michigan huge question of the day that you can answer. By the way, you can look for that Lions bundle at your local McDonald's, and a Coke Zero is perfect uh, with it. Here's a question. Do you deem it a must-win on Sunday? I want to hear from the audience. You can join in on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. And opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Also, Dr. Bill Pink will join us for another Moving Ferris Forward interview. Things are really good in Big Rapids right now with Ferris State football still number one in Division II after they took the 12th-ranked FCS D1 FCS team, Montana, to the wire, at home in front of 30,000 out in Big Sky Country. Tony Anise and the Bulldogs still number one, and Ferris State Golf won. Uh, their own Invitational over the weekend in Big Rapids. And there's a new State of Michigan admissions pack between schools. And Ferris State University is the only West Michigan school that will offer automatic admission to high school students with a three-point GPA. At least a three-point GPA. So, Dr. Pink will explain it later in another moving Ferris Forward interview. And you can answer that McDonald's of Michigan huge question of the day. Let's try that. The Big Mac, more sauce, juicier, tastier. I'm telling you. Since I had one coming home from the Lions, I like want to eat it every day. It really tastes good. I mean, it's still the, it's the same Big Mac, but it's just juicier, tastier, and saucier. It's saucy. Is it saucy? It's saucy. So you tell me, Must win. Because if they're one and two, I won't even book a guest for Monday. You thought the Titanic sank fast? <laughs> Watch the Lions Nation if they lose on Sunday. They just can't lose. And Atlanta has a lot of great young talent. So you can answer that question when 866 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show. On Facebook, you can also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. So you tell me. I also saw this uh, note here that the Tigers will fill out their front office. They have hired a new general manager, Detroit Tigers, from the NHL's Chicago Blackhawks. Hmm. So, uh, reading from the story, the Tigers rounded out their upper levels of the front office today by hiring Jeff Greenberg as general manager. Detroit made the announcement earlier today. Hmm. So the Tigers fired GM Al Avila last August and replaced him with Scott Harris. Harris was given the title president of baseball operations. However, he was fulfilling the same duties as Avila. The Tigers technically didn't have a GM. The general manager in the Tiger structure is an extra upper level management person popularized by the Cubs when they had Theo Epstein. Hmm. and then they had Jed Hoyer as their GM and that person is now Greenberg he has most recently been an associate GM of the NHL Chicago Blackhawks I I had to double take and read this story a couple of times did they just hire a guy who was assistant GM for a hockey team now here's, here's what I think you want to hear my conspiracy theory if you're hiring a hockey guy? Is it a message that Stevie Y had better get the wings back to the playoffs or are you going to move in a different direction? I don't know. Man. Now, again, I'm not going to go south on... You know, the, on Greenberg, both Harris and Greenberg come from the baseball operation on the north side of Chicago. Harris worked for seven years under Epstein, going from director of baseball operations to assistant GM. Greenberg spent 11 seasons with the Cubs and was an assistant GM there, but then went to hockey. In a press release, the Tigers today pointed out Greenberg, quote, played a key role in creating the systems and strategies that help the Cubs scout and develop talent. So it sounds like he's the analytics guy, right? That is analytics. That's why he's working in hockey. He's just doing analytics, I'm guessing, So the Tigers pointed out Greenberg, quote, played a key role in creating the systems and strategies that helped the Cubs scout and develop talent, leading to five postseason appearances during his tenure, including the 2016 World Series Championship. I'm thrilled to add an executive of Just Quality to our baseball operations leadership team. Harris said in a statement, Throughout this search, it was important for me to find someone who can fit seamlessly into the culture we're building here. I also wanted to bring in someone with a fresh perspective and new ideas that could challenge us on a daily basis and make us all better as we strive towards our goal of bringing postseason baseball back to Detroit. We're excited to welcome Jeff, his wife Erin, and their sons Leo and Sam to the Tigers family. So he sounds like an analytics guy because when you see the headline, Tigers hire assistant GM for the Blackhawks. His expertise wasn't hockey. It's the analytics. And he sets up systems involving analytics in terms of how you draft, how you do it, how it works. And him and Harris work together with the Cubs. So, and I I assume they're going to follow the Theo Epstein plan, which was very successful uh, on the north side of Chicago. That's how I look at this hire, because the headline is misleading. And I I like the fresh blood perspective, I I really do. I, I really like the fresh blood. So again, it will all depend on how it works out on the field for the Tigers, but we were golfing this morning, Superfly and I, uh, with John Vanderwall. We were at the Ija Valley Country Club. Vanderwall's like, make sure your shots are tucked in. You will you will not don your hat when entering the clubhouse. And and Vanderwall's talking like that, and Superfly's going, Is he is he like in the Grand Rapids Civic Theater as an actor? I said, Yeah, he's played the butler. Like in three runs Excuse me Would you like some more grey poupon No John I'm fine Thank you madame And he's talking like that And I'm, I, again I'm looking at Superfly Saying Is Vanderwall having a stroke There you see the clubhouse If you are going Pee pee Remove your heart Upon entering the clubhouse, I whispered to Superfly. I'm like, why does he sound like a butler in a scary Disney movie? Okay, this will be our first tea. The game of golf was born on the hills of Scotland. I go to Superfly. Whatever happened to the John Vanderwell? I know where every other word is the F word. Nice puck, Superfly. You shall get some tea. Uh, I've seen him act at the Civic Theater. Three runs of the butler. It's not good. Part of me says, I, did he buy, when he retired from Major League Baseball, did he buy the Civic Theater? Because how would he beat out anybody for the lead role in three runs of the award-winning movie called The Butler? Have you, have you ever seen this play? It's amazing. So it's a story about a butler who was a butler to a Major League Baseball owner back in the 1940s. And the owner doesn't realize the butler has great talent. Till one day, and this is one of the biggest scenes in the butler, where he, a bell rings, ring, 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 and he walks in and he goes, Yes, sir, what would you like? And he goes, I am looking for a pinch hitter for my baseball team. Well, sir, I, I did play a little baseball with a man by the name of Abner Doubleday. And I had to go watch it because I support John Vanderwall, But you know, he didn't tell a lot of people. Because I'm watching it, and I'm sneaking in a little booze bottle for the Diet Coke. And my first thought is, John Vanderwall can't act. And also, his accent sounds like he suffered a massive stroke. And again, nothing against anybody who suffered a massive stroke. Excuse me, sir, but if you give me a chance... I can pop the ball off the bat. (laughs) Uh, We'll see. You know, the Tigers, hey, you got an analytics guy that worked with Theo Epstein. I I like, you know, the point in talking with Vanderwall this morning, he likes, and I really like a lot of the young hitting talent that they brought to the table, but they're three starting pitchers away from contending, And I don't know if any big-name free agents are going to come their way. And, and he said it. I said, what about Erod giving him money right now? He goes, you know, they would have already given him a big deal the minute the trade deadline went by. There must be something why they're not posting up the big money. And again, that could be analytics and everything they're doing behind the scenes and why the Greenberg guy came over from obviously being an assistant GM as his title with the Blackhawks, but my guess primarily setting up Systems of analytics on how they look at current players, their minor league system, potential draft picks, trades, everything, they have a system in place where he just turns it from hockey to baseball. That's my guess. I like the move. Anybody who's worked with building a champion, I'm fine with it. I don't think the Tigers are that far away because they're in one of the worst divisions in baseball, if not the worst. John just texted me and said, Hey, could you recreate the final scene of the butler where the owner asked me to show up at the stadium? So what happens there is he goes, Sir, would you like anything else I'm done for the day? And the rich owner says, John, I need you at the stadium. He was an Australian guy, a lot of money. So, why do you need me at the stadium? Hey, blimey, mate, I need you down there. I'm going to give you your chance to shine. It may rhyme, but I need you to show me you can hit the little baseball-y. So it would be an honor. And you know what happened? That butler hit the game-winning homer with his butler's outfit on and got signed to a three-year deal. It's a great play. If it ever comes back to the Grand Rapids Civic Theater, John Vanderwall has been the lead actor in three, three runs of that. I don't know why the MLB network has never carried the video of his acting performance. You get crikey, mate. Way to hit the ball. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com will join us coming up. In our next segment, I think AJ from Muskegon is standing by listening to 96-1, the game out of Grand Rapids that you can hear in Muskegon and also Kalamazoo. How are you doing, AJ? Oh, I'm not too bad. How are you? Doing good, buddy. What's on your mind? So, uh, question of the day,
2: whether or not the Lions are a must-win for this Sunday, and, and I feel like last Sunday was a must-win, honestly. I mean, it was great to watch Anthony Bradford play well. I mean, great representative for for Muskegon area as a whole. But it's the Seahawks. They got Geno Smith at quarterback. And never once in his however long career, I feel like it's been 20 years, I know it hasn't, never once has he been considered an elite quarterback. We have to play better on defense. We have to put points on the board on offense. I mean, it's just... That's just how you win football games. And we thought with Dan Campbell here, we said, all right, we got a guy here who's got a little bit of, you know, gusto on the line, and he's going to go for it on fourth. And then we got him saying, oh, we're going to go for a tie. What is that? We we want a new Detroit football. Last week was a must win, and if this week we don't win, I say might as well throw the season out the window because how did we start last season?
1: Uh, one and six last and year, eight. right? And 0-10 and one the year before. And I said even uh, before the Seattle game on Friday's broadcast that uh, the one negative on Dan Campbell in my mind uh, were the slow starts with him and his staff two consecutive years. And if they lose again at home, then that's going to fall into that category of another slow start and it just can't happen. And A.J., thank you so much for listening. And Muskegon, great place. To visit part of Pure Michigan, you can hear the huge show in the Muskegon area on our flagship station ninety six one the game, and also in the Kalamazoo area on ninety six the game. Let's go to Jr. and Saginaw listening on one hundred point nine FM. I want to give a shout out to the Great Lakes Loons. They lost in the High A Midwest League baseball elimination game last night. The championship to Cedar Rapids. One heck of a year for Brad Golder, the crew at one hundred point nine, and the Dodgers High A affiliate at Dow Diamond. I salute that franchise. Uh, Bill Steveropoulos, the Michigan Baseball Foundation, and everything they do. Another uh, great season uh, with future Dodgers. AJ, or now from AJ, let's go to JR in Saginaw. What's on your mind, JR? JR, you there? JR? You know, I think we've got to put some points on the board defensively, too. All right. Thanks a lot, J.R., for that uh, breaking news update on the Lions. I agree with you. I need to pick six on Sunday against the Falcons. John Vanderwaal just said, my family is very emotional. Being a thespian means a lot to me, and most don't know that I am an actor and that I'm part of the Grand Rapids Civic Theater. Bill, thank you for the way you portrayed me. It was spot on. Well, JV, you know I always have your back. We'll talk Michigan Rutgers. We'll get to Maryland, Michigan State later. Lomas Brown, former Lion. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder at Bean Garter. Soon to be Dorn Mayhew. They just put up their new sign near the S-curve in downtown G-Yard. Josh is the managing shareholder for the Grand Rapids office. We'll talk about the Lions. Look ahead to Atlanta on Sunday on our NFL picks coming up here on the only show uh, where the people have a voice.
0: From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here.
1: with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs that can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to beangarter.com, that's beenegart rcom and they can help you with all your your payroll needs like i mentioned tax filing and year-end reporting compliance reporting human resources management time and attendance tracking and more all your payroll needs can be handled by the team at bean garter find out more at beangarter.com elevate your night out at
0: the legendary roots chris steakhouse now open at Soaring eagle casino and resort Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature signs, and Roots' legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RootsChris.com
1: for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Join Van Andel Institute Purple Community for the Be Brave 5K Walk and Run in Caledonia on October 7th at 8 a.m. You can participate in a day of fun and exercise all while supporting breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org.
2: There are 13
0: folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy
2: responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
1: huge show is back live across Michigan Thursday broadcast presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year one of the top accounting CPA and business companies in America and around the world with the merger with Dorn Mayhew but nothing changes at the GR office Josh Garvey managing shareholder in studio later with former Lion Lomas Brown, will break down the loss to Seattle. Look ahead to Sunday's game against the Falcons and the rest of the NFL. Big weekend for Michigan and Michigan State. Wolverines take it on Rutgers State, Maryland. Last thing the Spartans need is to get blown out with everything going on off the field and what went on the field last week in Michigan. Number two in America, they're undefeated hasn't been pretty but we all knew what the schedule said and a lot of people before the season penciled in rutgers as a guaranteed w i think michigan will take care of business superfly hayes our executive producer tells me that chris ballas from the wolverine.com the michigan insider is standing by on the roast number coffee guest sign how you doing my man Doing great, Billy. Thanks. All right, here we go. Uh, Big Ten play. Michigan looking for a third straight Big Ten championship. How are you feeling about their chances?
0: You know, it's crazy. It feels like the Ohio State game week with the, the competition that they've played. And it's, it's exciting just to get to a game that, you know, there are guys that, that at least can play at this level. And you're just thinking, okay, uh, they've got a solid defense. They've played pretty well in their first three games. But if Michigan takes care of business, they should... Should wipe the floor with them, but the the thing is though with these shortened games now and the way that Rutgers likes to play, they're going to want to take time off the clock. They're going to want to run the football. I don't think they will be able to do that against Michigan, but it could be one of those games where the first half, you know, you have four possessions again or something like that, and it's like pulling teeth out. But I think Michigan wins comfortably. I think JJ McCarthy comes back from a bad game. He hasn't had very many of those, if any, in a Michigan uniform. Had a couple picks against TCU, but other than that, he's been fantastic. Since he took the starting role, and I think he was embarrassed last week. You could kind of see it on his face, Bill, after the in the post game press conference. So, expecting him to have a good game. I think Michigan wins something like thirty to thirteen. Michigan will be down Mason Graham, who's got an injury to his hand on the defensive line, but they've got some depth there. Fortunately, Cam Good's playing well, Rayshawn Benny, Kenneth Grant. So I think they'll be all right up front. But uh, yeah, I don't. I think Rutgers is going to want to try to draw this thing out. We'll see how Michigan responds.
1: Chris Pallas the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roastumber Umber Coffee uh, guest line uh, after three games. And I'll ask Doug Skeen, your partner on the Michigan Football Podcast, that question when he joins us coming up in about 30 minutes. Uh, if you had to break down uh, your list of what you really like and things you're concerned about with this 3-0 and second-ranked Michigan team, what would be on both sides of that ledger?
0: Yeah, the defense is nasty, and I think we knew they would be. Uh, they had a couple of lapses last week in tackling, but you know, 173 of the 246 yards rushing against them have come in the fourth quarter when the number three and four guys are in there, so nobody's running the ball on them. They haven't even had two of their best players in Rod Moore at safety, Will Johnson at corner, and Johnson's one of those guys where uh, really, you know, you can use him like Charles Woodson and take away half the field and, and allows you to do other things with your other guys. It's going to be really hard for for teams to move the ball on this on this Michigan defense there's no question so I think they've more than lived up to their billing on that side of the ball still feeling things out on the offensive side you know everybody's got these concerns now about McCarthy you know he completed 87 percent of his passes in the first two games he had a bad game you know it was probably lack of concentration and and, and again it probably won't happen again if he has a decent game they win that game by 40 something points and nobody's saying anything but the running game's starting to improve. You can see that the offensive line is starting to get it a little bit more. And I think having their general back there and having Jim Harbaugh back is going to make a difference. It's like Jesse Minner, Michigan's D.C., said, told me the other day. He said, you know, when you don't have that guy on the sidelines, everybody's doing something different than what they would normally be during, during, doing during the week or on game day. He said that matters. So they're pretty confident that having Harbaugh back is going to get this thing humming and You're starting to see Blake Coram run a little bit harder. and You started seeing Donovan Edwards get off the schneid a little bit. And and really the receivers have exceeded expectations. So we'll see how they do against better competition. But I don't think there are many concerns in Schembechler Hall. And I think that they understand that the ceiling is still very, very high for this team.
1: Chris Ballas of the Wolverines.com, the Michigan Insider, is joining us on the huge show across Michigan, Michigan Rutgers, on Saturday at the Big House. From what you've seen of Big Ten teams through the first three weeks of the season, what teams concern you more than before the season started and what teams concern you less on that Michigan schedule?
0: Yeah, it's a great question. And, you know, because after three games, you you pretty much know. uh, You you get a pretty good idea of what teams have. Ohio State's improving. Their offense doesn't scare you, right? So they're kind of what we thought they, they would be at this point. Their defense is pretty good. They still have playmakers, obviously. Uh, but until they get better quarterback and the offensive line play, you've got to look at that and say, hey, you know, we like our chances in that last game of the year. Penn State, uh, I still think uh, I'm interested to see what they do against Iowa because it's hard to know uh, given what they've played. I think their defense is solid. I think the teams can still run on them. So they're kind of what I thought they were. Drew Eller is a good quarterback. I think he's an upgrade. But uh, how will they do against a really good defense? We'll find out Saturday night when they play Iowa. I think Michigan State clearly, obviously, um, is is not going to be as tough a game up there as as maybe it would have been in the past, and uh, I'm sure they'll play hard, but I just don't think they have the horses. And with everything going on up there, you you darn well better win that game, right? So, and beyond that, Bill, the the Big Ten is just really pretty much down. Uh, you know, I think Rutgers is better than I thought they were, so it'll be interesting to see what Michigan does on Saturday. But really, not a game that scares you on the schedule uh, until you get to Penn State and Ohio State. It's really a two-game season still, uh, and if you drop one before that, it's going to be a huge, huge upset.
1: Chris Ballas, check it in from the com here on a Thursday edition of The Huge Show. I did have a couple of different Spartan fans send me DMs that Michigan State, uh, they're hearing from a big donors and talks with a major name who will step in right away slanting and I'm like oh, who would that be uh, first name came to mind urban Meyer which would be crazy <laughs> right well no I'm I'm trying to think if for the sake of a hypothetical situation and for what Michigan state message boards and the message board mafia uh, are worth uh, who would be that big name out of nowhere that would come in and take over right now who is that yeah I Got me, man. No, I I don't. I think that's BS. I do. I think that. Of course it is. I mean, people are. Are you saying message boards? (laughs) Are you saying message boards (laughs) may make up stuff like they do on Twitter? I'm thinking that's probably the case, and uh,
0: you know, it's it's funny because everybody has these delusions of grandeur, right? And I remember when we put out our list of guys to replace Brady Hoke, we had Jim Harbaugh on it, and. Some guy called me an embarrassment, you know, and I'm like, look, man, you know, we've got sources here. We know what's going on. And, uh, you know, what everybody's going to include those big names. I can promise you who's not going to be on there is Sharon Moore. Sharon Moore is uh, happy at Michigan. He understands that his future is probably at Michigan down the road. Michigan's offensive coordinator, I've seen him on some lists. That's not going to happen. So, um, you know, at, at best, right now, for a lot of these, given what's going on, it's a lateral move at best, even for the, some of the coaches on their list, because it, it's so unsettled. A, they don't know how much money they're going to have to spend. B, how much more stuff is going to come out and how much uglier is it going to get? We keep hearing these rumors. So, you know, um, we'll see. But it's it's going to be tough for Harlan Barnett. And uh, everything I've heard about him, he's a really good guy. And um, But to keep that thing afloat here is going to be tough, especially when I think when Mel, Mel, Mel Tucker is – is eventually fired like he's going to be, and and I think a lot of kids are going to start reevaluating their futures there.
1: There is the other side of me that says that State might move fast on a a big name that would be out there that would take it so that guy could keep that team together, and they don't have everybody uh, ask for a red shirt here after this fourth game against Maryland, or hit the transfer portal, which will be allowed to do once Tucker is officially fired, which I know State didn't want to pay him, but, boy, if I'm Michigan State, it's a very delicate balance. The name, when I first read that, I'll be honest with you, that Urban Meyer is way back in after the disaster at Jacksonville. I'm just being honest. That Urban Meyer coming into Michigan State, the Big Ten, knowing with the Pac-12 coming that he's a name that pops in there, I don't know who else it could be. Seriously, I think – of Urban Meyer, then he's taken on Michigan. It, it, it's a crazy thought. I have no clue at all. There's nothing to it but just the fit, uh, in my mind, would be real with Urban Meyer. Well,
0: with the misconduct that he's had recently. And really? Else, he, he had and some issues had at Florida? It. I didn't know that. <laughs> Not not just Florida. We're not just talking oh. that. We're talking about the, the videos. Oh and we're yeah. Talking about you oh, know, you're right, With the waitress, was, right?
1: That, wasn't it? Or the at the right. bar, right? I mean,
0: how are you gonna? Yeah, that's. I mean, come on. You, you, right now, you've got to worry about appearances as well. You've yeah. Got to, you got right. a guy in here that's squeaky clean, and so it'd be fascinating. Mm. I would agree with you. Oh but, yeah, uh, squeaky clean
1: coaches. Uh, good luck finding <laughs> those. And sometimes, Bill, the big name is not the best name, as we've seen. Jim
0: Trestle was Ohio State's sixth pick, you know, and Mel Tucker. You know, they obviously overpaid for him. They needed to make a splash higher and uh, and thought that was it, and uh, and it certainly was not. So a lot of the times it's these guys that – and it's not even the hottest young coach either. It's not one of those flash in the pans. remember Matt Campbell, all the hype around him at Iowa State a couple of years ago. Um, so sometimes it's one of those guys that's kind of under the radar – that is uh, has been somewhere for a while, and you know I look at a guy like Chris Creighton. Maybe he's ready, for, you know, at Eastern Michigan. Maybe he makes that jump and, and does something. But yeah, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a while before we find out who it is. And. Uh, and again, good luck to them. You know, they got to get their stuff sorted out here before anybody's going to consider that.
1: You know, two of the names I did, and again, Meyer is just, it's kind of almost comical to talk about it, but, you right. know, I do a sports.
0: Very comical.
1: Well, are you talking that I'm comical or are you talking about. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm he's comical.
0: The co- Well, he's I do talk radio,
1: that's... so we talk about things, and a lot right. of it is hypothetically speaking, but you mentioned Creighton at. Um, uh, Eastern and Tony Anise Ferris, I'm serious. if you're if you're Michigan State and you're looking at uh, where you're at right now, and remember, you know, you talk about these wish lists and uh, you know after Hoke and everything that's been out there and what's happened, and every time there's uh, an opening, you get this unbelievable list of every hot name. Michigan state state could find nobody to come and had to take a guy in Mel Tucker that was five and seven at Colorado. Don't forget that, yeah. MSU fans, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. And they thought it was a steal. You know, they thought they got this big name and, and it was a great hire, and it turned out not to be, you know? So, and, and it takes a while. You know, you got to do your homework. And I don't think they had time to really vet him last time in their defense because they needed to make that splash hire or they felt like they needed to. So, but again, you got to find somebody that's willing to come and compete in an unbelievably tough division that's very top heavy with Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State and uh it, you know it's going to be it's going to be hard you know Rutgers is well coached Greg Shiano and he's won three games there in two years in the Big Ten so Maryland is going to be a tough game for them this week they've got you know they've got their recruiting pretty well so I don't know but um I just don't I don't envy those guys that have to cover a coaching search because I know what goes into it and they're going to be working long hours there that's for sure so uh, we'll see what it, when it ends, but I don't think they're going to get anybody during the season, do you? MC's
1: no, I don't until that. until everything settles out on if the right. school leaks stuff. there There's no one touching that job, but it was kind of interesting just to think if Urban Meyer was coaching in East Lansing, how cool <laughs> that would be in the Big Ten. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com get set for the Rutgers game, uh, follow everything University of Michigan Athletics. Uh, before I let you go, any update on Juwan Howard and how he's doing after the Hard procedure.
0: Yeah, her, her and he's uh, recovering well and ahead of schedule, which is great news, obviously. Phil Martelli will be the acting head coach for a while. So Big Ten media day coming up in about three weeks, I think it is. So Juwan will be out for a while. But they're hosting recruits, and uh, and Juwan's getting some big names on campus. So hopefully he's back to, uh, to host those guys himself here in a few weeks.
1: Chris, appreciate the update. Enjoy the Rutgers game. We'll talk Monday and look back at what Michigan did against the Scarlet Knights. Sounds good. Thanks, Bill. All right, Chris Bell is checking in on the Roast Tumber Coffee guest line. All right, Thursday night, NFL action. If you haven't downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you need to do it, and also use code HUGE when you sign up. New customers who do that then can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. So football's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, sign up with Code Huge, and new customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and only when you sign up with Code Huge. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman. He is a co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast with Ballas at TheWolverine.com. He'll join us within 15 minutes. We'll get his thoughts where Michigan football sits three games in as they head into Big Ten play.
2: Everything huge,
0: 24-7 at TheHugeShow.net. Hey sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark.
1: How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All you have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at Show.net. Fuel up for
0: less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more.
1: More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: We are back live across Michigan Thursday broadcast. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, here in about 10 minutes. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, a co-host on the Michigan football podcast at TheWolverine.com will join us, talk about the Rutgers game and his thoughts on where Michigan's at as a team. Three games in, going into Big Ten play, if you have a Michigan Football question for Doug. You can drop it at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, or join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Michigan-based bank with Michigan-based decision makers and team members at Mercantile Bank. Good people in that organization. And remember, when you're spending money or banking with Mercantile, everything stays uh, right here in the state of Michigan. Now, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Wherever you download podcasts, just search The Huge Show, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.